Welcome into our first ever edition of 15 Minutes with Hagen. Each week, we're planning to come to you with a relatively short 15-minute discussion with forever buff Darian Hagen. Obviously, Darian Hagen is on the Mount Rushmore of CU football, and his contributions have gone far beyond what he accomplished as a player when he was a, a top 20 Heisman vote getter on three separate occasions. Darian, you've also been the director of the Alumni Club, an offensive analyst, a director of player development, a running backs coach, and now you're an ambassador for CU football. Tell us a little bit about your new role in the CU football program. The ambassador role, you know, I don't I don't really I don't call it that. You know, I call it the executive director for community engagement and I'm doing, um, you know, uh, what's the word I want to use? Um, I'm like a spokesman for the athletic program. So I work with the university president, chancellor, and the uh, the AD. It's a really fun role for me because now, I, you know, instead of, you know, doing all the coaching and the screaming and the hollering and being the bad guy, now you can, you know, I can go out and talk about the program and, you know, to people who, who are interested in the program from different angles. So I don't need, I don't have to necessarily, you know, go out and try to, you know, raise funds or anything like that. I'm just being a spokesman for the program and putting this, putting the program in a, in a good spotlight, you know, and that's, that's perfect for me because, you know, I like, I like talking and I, I like, I like the University of Colorado, you know, so it's, it's, there's nothing going to be said wrong. It's going to all be good things that, that I've experienced, not going to be made up. It's going to be authentic. And, and when when it's authentic, it's, it's uh makes people feel good. You've seen Colorado football be the best program in the country, and you've also seen it on, on tough times. What what's it been like for you since Coach Prime took over? Just seeing the excitement from folks that are involved with, with CU football, and just to kind of see you know the enthusiasm pick back up. That's been <clears throat> that's been wild because when. Uh, when Coach Tucker came here, it was it was uh, the excitement was 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 rampant, and and then he leaves, and now the excitement the excitement that was turned into boiling steam, and then uh, and then Coach McIntyre, you know, it, it's been it's been a roller coaster of, of different emotions, and to see the uh, the excitement that he has brought to the program, in, you know, since January, that's 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 been really crazy. It's been lacking and it's something that we needed. It, it, it was something that, you know, the, uh, the program hadn't had since coach McCartney, you know, when coach McCartney and when, and when I was playing here, you know, we were rolling and then, uh, you know, I, you know, we, we kind of went outside and up, outside the family and hired new Heisel and the rest is history. <laughs> I'm yeah. not saying it's his, it ain't his fault. You know, it just, you know, just, things just didn't work. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, that's in my opinion, in humble opinion, if you have a, a good quarterback, you don't have to be a great quarterback. If you have a good quarterback who's a natural leader. That's going to make your team that much better. You know, when you, when you have a quarterback that commands respect and, 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 and he's a leader and people believe in him, then your whole your whole team is 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 pretty much uh, going to be different because they as a as a player 
no one wants to see the quarterback on his back, you know, and we, we haven't had, we haven't had that in a while. And I think Shador is a, is a good quarterback. You know, I think coach Lewis is an excellent offensive coordinator. Coach Kelly is an excellent defense coordinator. Now we just have to play, you know, he, he bought in, you know, X amount of, of new faces. And now we have to, you know, just get together to make sure that it's a it's a good jail. If we if, if we can mesh this program the way it should be, you know, no no uh no um finger pointing and things like that and talking behind people's back, I think if everybody is pointing in the same direction, then the program can be really good this season. Speaking of everybody pointing in the same direction Colorado's been able to bring in transfers that they wouldn't have been able to a year, three years ago. And, you know, that go, that goes down to Todd Solomon and Phil DiStefano uh, creating this pilot program that, that I remember when they see was going through the coaching transition this past fall, you made a comment mm-hmm. that, you know, things have to change in order for uh, Colorado football to get back in the discussion nationally. And and that seems like it's happened. Uh, you know, how cool has that been to see just the, uh, administration really step up in support football uh with with coach prime coming in well it's it's been awesome it's been really really cool because you know i think it's what i think i think that if you don't give people what they want to be successful give them a platform give them give them freedom to be successful and do the things necessary to be successful as long as you're doing everything within the the the, uh the realm of the program and within the realm of the rules I think that you're, you're uh, if you're not giving them that that platform, then you, you're not you're hiring the wrong people. And you know they, they've given him the the resources, they've given him the, the 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 platform to go out and recruit and you know the the best people that he can get to come to our program. And you know, coach, you know, uh, President Solomon and and uh, Chancellor Stefano. You know, both of those guys, they uh along with Rick, Rick George, they they all deserve a, a, a pat in the back because without those guys bending, you know, bending over and and uh changing some rules and changing some things, uh this program wouldn't be in the in the discussion it is right now with what forty eight, forty seven uh days before the first game. The main topic I wanted to have on this show is your big charity basketball game that's coming up. Uh, you've tried to use Devon's passing to raise awareness for mental health and suicide prevention. And, mm-hmm. and over the past decade, uh, it seems like there's been a lot of support out there. You know, what inspired you to to start this charity basketball game? And, and you know, how do you feel like it, it honors your son's memory? Well, my son, he played multiple sports. He was a football player, ran track, played basketball. And we we thought that if we could start this uh this basketball, celebrity basketball tournament, that we would get a lot of people interested, a lot of people come out and support it. And that's just what happened, you know. We last year we we had uh, a guy reach out to us and I'm like, Who who is this guy? You know, and he reached out to us and wanted to be a part of it. And uh, this guy happens to be uh, Nate Lofton, Big Easy. He's a uh, former Harlem Globetrotter, you know. So he he got wind of it and wanted to be a part of it. And you know, every day, man, it's uh, 
it's people calling me wanting to be a part of it. You know, they want to volunteer. They want to, you know, be a chaperone. You know, guys want to want to want to play and dust their cleats off. Not their cleats, but dust their their Jordans off. Come out and try to do some things. You know, hey, my best friend James Hill. He called me up the other day, yesterday and was like, "Hey, man, do you have enough people? Because if you don't, I'll I'll come out and play." I was like, "No, nah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good on you, dude." <laughs> well, you've got a lot of you've got a lot of current CU football players that are coming out to kind of lend support, right? That, that are going to be in the stands on Saturday. Yes, yes, it's going to be a uh, former football. I mean, uh, current football, current men's basketball, current women's basketball, and then uh, Evan Batty is having his TBT team. They're going to be there pregame to, uh, you know, cheer on the fans and things like that. You know, it's it's just the, the excitement that's uh, been generated um, for this event this season. You know, it's been been really awesome. You know, uh, we took a, a leap of faith and try to, you know, get it at the, uh, the CU Event Center. You know, I thought that if we got it at CU Event Center, it'd be more visible and we would have more people wanting, wanting to be a part of it. And that's just what's happening, you know. So, you know, it's it's just something that, you know, Devon, you know, is near and dear. That was my son. He was like, that was my twin. And he, uh, you know, unfortunately, what he did was, uh, you know, sad for the family. But it's also about the community together. And that's what it's all about. And, you know, people, they ask me, why is it called Boona's Village? Well, Boona was his, his nickname. And then, you know, it takes a community of people to to raise kids and make sure that kids stay off the streets and kids are doing the right things. So that's why we call it a village. So how people how can people get involved? What are the details for this year's basketball game? Well, this year's basketball game, the doors are going to open at four thirty. Uh, tip off is going to be at five thirty. And, uh, you know, it's, the concession stands are going to be open. Um, you know, parking and everything is going to be like it's going to be like run like a, a CU uh, regular season basketball game. Awesome. Is there any way people can get involved or donate if they're not able to make it to, to the CU event center on Saturday? Yes. Um, if you if people want to donate, they just go to bonusvillage.org and they go to the donate page and they could uh, donate proceeds right there. Awesome. You so mentioned bonusvillage.org. You mentioned Nate Big Easy Lofton. Uh, I actually got a chance to play on your team in the basketball game last year that was held at Cherry right. Creek. And yeah, Big Easy was, uh, we went to a zone because he was such a dominant force <laughs> in the paints that, you know, it's kind of like Coach Prime when he was a cornerback, he'd take up half the field. We could let Big Easy just take over the paint and that allowed us to to float around a little bit, which was was right. nice. And yeah, right. every once in a while he just stop at half court and lo- throw up a shot over his head, and it almost went in every time. So it was right. it was pretty pretty cool playing with him. What was your 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 breakdown of my basketball game? You got some talent, man. That's why I'm, <laughs> I, I try to get you to come back and play this year. <laughs> you know, you got you got some skills, man. And I tell you this, it's not a it's not a lot of people who who are have had the fun, have the smile on their face the way you do when you when you run up and down that court. So it was a privilege and an honor to have you on my team. Well, I'm just glad I got through it without getting hurt. That that was the the goal, and so. Uh, but Rodney Speedy Stewart was on the team as well. Uh, you know, there were a lot of really cool faces. Parker Orms was back. Derek McCoy. Who, who all is going to be uh, participating this year? 
Uh, let me get that list for you. I'll tell you right now. Sure. Uh, let's see. Off the top of my off the top of my brain, I know it's uh, Derek McCoy's going to be playing again. Um, Bobby Pasavento, Manfred Moore, Marcus Moore, um, Sean Vandiver is going to be coaching with me. Charles Johnson is going to be coaching. Um, who else? Um, Ray Wallace is is a, just a friend of mine. He's gonna he's gonna be playing. Um, it's so many people. I can't even think of it right now. I don't even know that, where I that's do. a good list you've got though that you just named off. That's impressive. Yeah. I want to ask you one current Buffs question before we uh, close out on this this week's segment, Coach uh, yeah. Charlie Offerdahl, Anthony Hankerson are guys that you coached, and, and they're still in that running backs room. What, what are your expectations for those guys as they've you know been able to survive the, this coaching transition and and made their mark with the new staff in Boulder? Well, I can tell you this. Neither one of those guys are going to be outworked. You know, both of those guys are going to put their all into it. They're going to give it their best shot. And if given the opportunity and given the fair opportunity to uh, be a starter, I think Anthony Hankerson would, could do that. And I know Charlie can do that. Um, you know, Charlie is, you know, he's uh, he's a walk-on. So it's sometimes, you know, walk-ons don't get fair shake. But you see last season, Charlie got plenty of playing time. He got plenty of, of opportunity. Uh, but I think both of those guys, you know, are, are really capable players and they're capable of doing really good things. And I'm just I'm just happy that they're still here and I get the opportunity to sit back and, and, and watch those guys thrive. Awesome. Well, that was fun. Uh, our first of many, hopefully, uh, 15 minutes with Hagen. Thanks for tuning in and feel free to reach out to me with any show topic suggestions or questions you'd like answered on this segment in the future. My email address is adamcm777 at gmail.com. Thanks, Darian. Uh, th- this was fun. I appreciate you. No, thank you. It was, it was awesome. I look forward to having many, many more opportunities to do this. Awesome. Sounds good. And thanks to all of you for tuning in.